1: Is the Reds' 2-10 start a front office problem or a player performance problem? We'll break it down. It goes from bad to worse for the Reds' lineup with the potential loss of Tyler Stevenson. And can anything be done to right the ship before it's too late? Jeff and I are going to try. We've got all that and more on today's Locked on Reds. Let's go.
0: You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On
2: Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker. We have done podcasting about the Cincinnati Reds for going on four seasons now and remain quite addicted to everything that the Cincinnati Reds have to offer on a baseball field, even it's eight losses in a row. Yes, not a great night at the ballpark for the Redlegs. We're going to get into that a little bit here today on the Locked On Reds podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free and available on all platforms. Kind of like Steve said, there's a lot that's going on here when it comes to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh Overall, we're going to talk about some ideas that we have for fixing this. We're going to call it Extreme Home Makeover Reds Edition. And uh Tyler Stevenson's probably going to miss some time. So this lineup's going to get real dicey real fast. But, Steve, we got to start off with this question because it's been burning on my mind. At what point do we start pointing the finger at the players on the field because I get it. I understand we're not happy with the way that the team has been built, or is this still simply the way that the roster has been errantly constructed?
1: Listen, Jeff. I mean, you can you can blame the players for for not performing, but the fact of the matter is, uh, if you want high level performance from players, you have to put players on the field that are capable of performing at a high level. Listen. There is nobody in the world besides Nick Craw that thought that Mike Mustakas could be the everyday third baseman for this team and play against righties and lefties and play the field nimbly. Nobody but Nick thought that. There is nobody in the world besides Nick Craw that thought suddenly Aristides Aquino was an everyday major league outfielder that could go out there and hit a ball that was thrown to him low and away. Never mind the fastballs he missed tonight. There is nobody in the world that thought those things would be true. There is nobody, nobody, nobody that thought Colin Moran could play against righties and lefties and be a major league third baseman. <laughs> nobody thought that but Nick Craw. So, so yeah, players need to perform, but you need a guy that's putting the best players on the field in a position to win, and the Cincinnati Reds are desperately in need of somebody that can do that because Nick Craw is not it.
2: I yeah, I'm hearing a common denominator in there. You've said Nick Crawl quite a few times when you're pointing at each of these players, and uh, I I kind of feel like he was expecting there to be like a moment, like if you'd seen the movie Moneyball, whenever Brad Pitt is like going at Art Howe and he's just saying Scott no. Hatterberg is not Scott walking Hatterberg. through that door. <laughs> we want Hattie at first. Like he he thought that was gonna work with three guys. He thought that was gonna work with Moose Moran. And Aquino, and he's gone over three. I mean, I get it. There's only been 11 games, and 11 games don't make a season, but I think it's time, right? I-, I think we know what we're talking about with these three guys. I mean, the Pirates gave up on Colin Moran, Steve. The Pirates gave up on Colin Moran. Why on so- earth did Nick Krall think that this was going to work?
1: It's a huge problem, and it goes beyond the players that he's got out on the field right now. Uh, The things that he has done with the management of the injuries in this roster since the beginning of the Dodgers series is just downright gross negligence. Uh, He has put a major league baseball team in the year 2022 in a position where they played short, not one man, but two. Jonathan India (laughs) finally goes on the injured list four days into not playing. That means they gave one day away for free because you can only retroactive three. So one day away for free for a hamstring that I told you the night it happened was going to take at least two weeks. I mean, it's not rocket science. Hamstrings are tricky. And if you saw Jonathan India on the TV tonight, he's like, well, I don't know. I think I could play, but I have to trust uh, the people that know what they're doing, who are telling what him he, he needs to say? shut it he's... down. Yeah, right. What else? So, so Nick crawl had an opportunity to at least bring somebody in here to help this team out. And he failed to do it. He did the same thing with Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel, who was not hurt after the collision with Tommy Pham in the outfield that suddenly, finally, eventually went on the covid list after being sick for two days and then was activated two days ago and since his return has managed one pinch hit at bat in the ninth inning tonight uh it's <laughs> it's 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 negligence Jeff. Sw- it is it is gross negligence what nick crawl is doing with the management of this roster
2: yeah i believe that when you talk about jonathan india there is nothing that he is going to tell you that he doesn't want to be on the field like all of the crap that he went through at the end of 2021, you're talking about he got plunked with what seemed like a bunch of fastballs. He got ran into. He got spiked. He got kneed. He got clawed. I'm pretty sure somebody sicked a tiger on him at one point, and he still stayed in the game. He came up limp on that on that runny. He was trying to beat out an infield single, which he did, uh, and he came up limp a little bit grabbing at his hammy. Right then and there. Right then and there you put him on the 10-day IL. I don't care how much you think you're going to compete for a playoff spot this year. The future of this franchise is Jonathan India. And if you're gonna put it at jeopardy for a hamstring injury in April, when you've already lost a bunch of games in a row, then that is the negligent that is negligence of the highest order.
1: You know what happens when you continue to abuse a hamstring? I remind you of Ken Griffey jr. Rounding third base. Just think about that for a minute take care of Jonathan India keep that hamstring healthy Jeff the one thing that is for sure the big takeaway from this is that Nick crawl is clearly out of his depth trying to manage a major league baseball roster uh, the lineup construction is about to get a little a little bit more tricky uh, and a little more difficult with the possibility of Tyler Stevenson being out. He's in concussion protocol after taking a knock to his head in the game tonight again, game last night against San Diego Padres. Uh, if you want to uh, make your sports wagering a little bit less difficult, uh, you can head over to BetOnline.net right now. Uh, the Reds were plus one seventy one in the money line to get their third win of the year against the Padres, and it did not happen. But if you head over to Bet Online, you can get your number one source for all the betting stats and sports info that you need. You can find out the latest in sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of this Major League Baseball season that has gotten off to a horrendous start for your Cincinnati Reds, who are now two and 10. Head over to betonline.net right now to be your continued sports for sports secure continued spot for sports wagering information from line betting to all of the props lines and everything you need to make informed decisions in the 2022 baseball season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. Head on over to the Locked On Now podcast and make them your second listen. They've got recaps of MLB games uh, with analysis from your local experts. They're uh, taking fans through the season like no other network. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you are following the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. Uh, make sure you click that subscribe button. Lots of exclusive content coming up right there. Coming up on tomorrow's podcast, we will have a recap of the Padres series with a crossover edition uh, with Locked On Padres host Javi Reyes. Hey
2: Steve, you know what? I, I got to interrupt for a minute because you know what? We got to celebrate. We got to celebrate this team. We got to celebrate the Reds. Let's celebrate a couple of things, all right? They're leading the league here in two categories right now. They're the first team to 10 losses. No one else has more than eight. And let's celebrate one other thing nobody else in the major leagues has more people on the injured list. I'm sure uh, uh, we're going to see more with Tyler Stevenson. We're going to see one more. But as of right now, the Reds have 13 players on. The IL, Steve,
1: let's celebrate. Oh, my God. That is the, that was the most horrible stat line I've ever heard.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I tell all you. right. You,
1: all right. Mr. Mr. Positive was not your uh, that was not your brand. Give me something positive right now about this team. I
2: tell you what, Steve, I, I'm really happy with the fact that Kyle Farmer is the best hitter in the Reds lineup right now. That's right. Kyle Farmer. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: I had to have a drink. Kyle Farmer is the best hitter in the Reds lineup
2: right now. <laughs> he really is. And it continued last night. I He was going the other way. He takes what pitchers give him. He's not trying to do too much. He is having professional at-bats that he gets deep into counts with. I'm not even talking about the fact that he's got a batting average that's respectable right now. I'm talking about how the eye test looks with him. He wins that, and he does well in the field. He is a guy that... We have said in the past, when Jose Barrero comes back healthy, I want to see him move to third. And that's something that we can talk about whenever that actually happens because it's probably going to be into May before we see Jose Barrero. There's been no update on him. He hasn't even started a rehab assignment, which he will certainly need to do before he shows up at a Major League Baseball game. So Kyle Farmer, for right now, is the best hitter in this lineup. And there's only two other guys that I can really point to Steve, because we're talking about lineup construction and how just awful this is going to be for David Bell if Tyler Stevenson has to miss significant time.
1: You know, I think I agree with you. The The fact of the matter is when Kyle Farmer comes up right now, I expect him to at least put the ball in play. And I really can't say that for anybody else on this roster at the moment. Uh, it was good to see Joey Votto finally break up that slump. He was coming yes. uh, within one at bat of going to tie his uh, career high for the third time of 0-19. But he managed to shoot one through and get on base. And hopefully, that's the start of great things to come for Joey Positive in 2022. seen only. Oh I think the other thing that could be happening is the fact that you have made Tommy Pham so angry that he is going to hit a home run every night the rest of the way. I'll take it. <laughs> In case you uh, didn't catch one of our previous episodes, uh, Jeff leveled a high amount of uh, disparaging comments towards Tommy Pham, basically outlining the fact that at that given time, uh, if you can find uh, mine and Jeff Before Jeff's,
2: the Padres series. <laughs> Major
1: League hitting statistics, Tommy Pham only had one more hit this season than Jeff and I combined. So Jeff put that out there, and Tommy Pham has gone on a tear. So uh, hopefully that's the the start of good things to come for Tommy. Hopefully uh, he's going to get his numbers, right? I mean, that's what he's here to do. He's here to get his numbers. He's here to get his, and hopefully that helps the Reds win along the way.
2: Yeah, can we change his walk-up song to San Diego fans booing him and me like quoting that statistic about having one more hit than the two of us combined. Because I think if we do that, he's going to continue to do that no matter where, if it's at great American ballpark or wherever he's going to be. No, I get it. He, there was that whole, uh, the comments about him, you know, doing a revenge tour, getting his pound of flesh against teams that have wronged him in the past and things like that. And and, and people kind of wanted to poo poo that and say that it's selfish. Look, if fam's hitting that's helping. I, I, that's all I got to say about that. And he mm-hmm. can be the way that he wants to be. Everybody's got their own personality. But outside of those three guys, Steve, um, Kyle Farmer, Joey Votto, Tommy Pham. And if Tyler Stevenson has to miss significant time, I'm looking mm-hmm. at two thirds of this lineup and I'm not seeing a whole lot of firepower.
1: Well, you know, you brought this up briefly in the last segment before I went on my tangent about it all being Nick crawl's fault. And, you know, this is where the guys that you were talking about uh, that Nick Crawl has decided to place, you know, some some misplaced trust in. It's time for them to step up. Is that even possible? Can they, can they do that?
2: At this point, stepping up, we're talking about making contact for some of these guys. I mean, Colin Moran, I think he walked last night, so he got on base. That's a good thing. But dude is swinging at every pitch that comes plateward. I mean, they talk about you know w- what is the pitch that entices a hitter? For him, it is something that is thrown in his general direction. Uh, Aristides Aquino, we 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 disparage the fact that dude can't hit a curveball to save his life, can't hit anything that breaks, anything that moves. Well, last night he was facing fastballs that he couldn't hit, like 98 miles an hour fastball coming at him from Robert Suarez swung and missed like he'd never seen a fastball in his life. If Aristides Aquino can't hit a fastball, why is he on this roster? We'll answer that question here in a little bit. Then you're also talking about guys that we want to see more from. We want to see more from TJ Friedel. We want to see more from Alejo Lopez. We want to see more from, honestly, at this point, I'm kind of interested in Brandon Drury. I know we kind of poo-pooed him being on this roster at all. This is where we are, Steve. This is
1: where we are. I'm so, interested so, in Brandon Drury. I know it. So listen to this, Jeff. This comes courtesy of our good friend, Brandon Seho, uh, tweeted this out tonight. Uh, Since Phil Castellini said, where are you going to go? The Reds are 2-10, and 10, losing eight straight baseball games. They've been outscored 53-18 to 18 and have only held the lead in that time frame for a total of 15 minutes. 15 minutes. This is what I know. <laughs> Phil Castellini needs to call a press conference. He needs to apologize. He needs to turn around three times and spit in the air because he has cursed this team, Jeffrey.
2: Throw some salt over his shoulder, you know, go under some ladders. I don't know. All of the superstitions that he can figure out, Phil Castellini has to do them. Uh, Coming up, we will attempt to fix this mess because the Reds are dangerously close to being too broke to fix. So we're going to attempt to fix the mess. Right after you fix the mess that is your diet with a Built Bar. Built Bars are made with 100% real chocolate. So when you're talking about a diet and you're talking about chocolate, they're usually not one in the same. Chocolate's usually the enemy of your diet. That's not the case here because the statistics follow up on this one. This is the kind of cleanup here the Reds need. Averaging 130 calories per bar up to 17, sometimes 18 grams of protein and less than 4 grams of net carbs and sugar. Those are the kind of statistics that are going to keep that ball in play and keep runs on the board for the Redlegs. That's Built Bar. Go to built.com today and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order. Built Bar has all of that amazing statistics. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, but by the way, they've got great flavors too, like Cherry Barcia. Plus, they've got the Puffs I love puffs. Puffs are so fantastic because they are protein packed marshmallows. That's the puffs hit them up today. Built.com use that promo code locked 15 and get yourself some puffs at built.com. Thanks again for making lockdown reds. Your first listen of the day. Make sure that you're following us on all of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also follow us on Twitter at S Offenbaker with two F's at Jeff Carr with three F's. And that locked on reds with no F's. Uh, also make sure that you're subscribed on YouTube because as the season goes along, we have got some extra content that's coming for you. We've got, uh, listen, my first fry box of the year is going to be an event and it's going to be an event that's on YouTube. All right, Steve, <clears throat> when we're talking about this roster, we mentioned that, uh, Might be a little bit too broke to fix. No, 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 but we're not there yet. We're so close. So let's fix it. Let's come up with some ideas. And this is where I get the feeling that it's like Extreme Home Makeover Reds Edition. And what you start with in Extreme Home Makeup, you demo, you knock the thing down. Okay, so we can't do that. We can't get rid of everybody on this roster. That's not going to happen. But there's definitely some interior walls that need to come down so that we get that open floor plan and everything flows with a nice feng shui
1: Listen, Jeff, there is nobody that we can call up right now that's going to make this team into an instant playoff contender in 2022. It's just not going to happen. But there, is some, there are some players that we can get a look at that gives us an idea of, of things for the future. And at the end of the day, it really can't be a whole lot worse. So the first thing that I want to have happen is no more Mike Mustakis in the field ever, period. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 bucks. If he's going to play, it needs to be as a designated hitter against right-handed pitching. That's it. No more. Yep. That's it uh in his place i would like to see aleo lopez start until jose barrero is activated i want to know what we've got in aleo lopez i am tired of the cincinnati reds jerking him around giving him a few games here a few games there and then magically pronouncing that he can't play how do you know you're not giving him an opportunity and they need to give him an opportunity because god knows he cannot be any worse than colin moran at third base (laughs) it just can't happen
2: You know that the glove's better. He's going to be a better third baseman on the defensive side of the ball. And I think once he gets, yeah, like you said, like regular at-bats, which, by the way, this team is in no position to be worried about, you know, giving everyday at-bats to guys who they don't know anything about. In fact, this is something that I kind of put back on the front office as far as mismanaging a team because they've given ample at-bats to guys like Aristides Aquino, but we don't know anything about Alejo Lopez. Like, honestly... As many at-bats as he's had in the major leagues, can we honestly say we know who Alejo Lopez is? I can tell you who Aristides Aquino is. I can't tell you who Alejo Lopez is. I am with you. I want to see him every day. He's a switch hitter. He's not a platoon-type dude that needs to be platooned against any type of pitcher. I want to see him every single day. And kind of like you mentioned, Colin Moran get that out of here. He can be a designated hitter. He can be a bench dude to give Joey Votto an off day, which I get it. He's a lefty and so is Joey, but whatever. Like I'm just tired of them thinking that they're going to get something out of Colin Moran that the pirates didn't get out of him. The other thing, and this is something that whenever we were coming up with this, the, the demo, the, the guys that we want to see the reds move on from right now. And we've mentioned them a lot. And Aristides Stiddy's It's time. I get it. It's way past time. I'm out. The subjectivity that I used to have for this guy's gone. I understand who Aristides Aquino is. He is going to hit a bomb. He's going to hit something that hits the state of Kentucky. It's going to clear the Ohio river. It's going to be majestic looking. And then the next 15 at bats, he's going to strike out. Like that is who he is at this point. And look, if he goes somewhere else and he figures it out, then that's awesome for him. But it's time for the Reds to move on. I don't know what they're waiting for in him. I get it. Defensively, he's fine. I love the arm. But overall, it's time to move on. And I think that they can call up Lorenzo Cedrola from AAA and platoon him with TJ Friedel. This is a situation where TJ Friedel bats against righties, Lorenzo Cedrola against lefties. Cedrola mashed against lefties in the minors last year. He had a 345 batting average with a 921 OPS. Those are numbers that, yes, they're in the minor leagues, so expecting that to transfer one-to-one to to the major leagues is foolish, but that gives you a sense that he understands how to hit against left-handed pitching, and not a lot of guys on this roster do. As they continue to roll out left-handed hitters against left-handed pitchers that can't see the ball leave a pitcher's hand.
1: Listen, Jeff, I agree with you. Um, you know, I have said several times now that you know the only thing you can count on Aristides Aquino for is to miss the ball low and away. That's really the only certainty <laughs> yeah. that you get with him. And the fact of the matter is, he was a one-good-month player. When we look back on this now, that's really all that he was because he didn't even have a good end of the season. He had a great August followed by a terrible September and he has not been good since. Uh, I am all for calling up Lorenzo Cedrola because it can't be any worse. It gives us a look into what we might have for the future. It lets us platoon TJ Friedel and put everybody in good positions to perform better. Uh, And that's what we need to do at this point. You know, I, I, I get it. Uh, Aristides Aquino has a gun in right field, but it doesn't matter how many guys you can throw out. If, if you're down by six runs every day, they need to score runs. They've got to go out there and have some offense. And Aristides Aquino is not going to bring that. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for a platoon out there and right. And then the next part of this, Jeff is, you know, center field. And this is not so much of a demo, but a, a policy decision. And the policy decision should be this. Nick Senzo has now been deemed healthy. He's been activated and he's been on this roster for two days. And we've only seen him for a pinch hit at bat in the ninth inning. Here is the policy statement. The policy moving forward needs to be that Nick Senzel starts every single game in center field unless both his arms and both his legs are broken. That's the end of the discussion. He needs to be out there. If he is deemed healthy by this team, healthy enough to be on the active roster, he needs to play period end.
2: And if that does, if those criteria are not met, like if they're saying, well, he's not healthy enough to play, then put him on the IL. Like I get mm-hmm. it, if you want to give him an off day or something like that, okay, fine, whatever, we'll talk about that. But if it's something where he misses a day, he's scratched from a lineup, put him on the IL. Like I'm tired of them just jerking around the situation where they're like, Nick Senzel, he's he's kind of healthy, he he's kind of hurt. He could probably play through it, but we're gonna we're gonna keep him on the bench so that as to you know save him up. This is it for me. This is the last year that he has anything to prove because you're talking about some dudes coming up through this system that we might be talking about if Senzel cannot get established this year, there might be a little bit of a conversation between Nick Senzel and Mike Ciani next year. When you're talking about a dude coming up through the Reds farm system who could push Nick Senzel. And more than that, you've got Jose Barrero who can play center field. You've got some other dudes that you can at least slide into center field. I I, I think I'm done with being like, okay, well, maybe next year for Nick Senzel. This is the year. And if this year doesn't work, it's time to find a new plan.
1: I agree. I think that's definitely how it needs to be handled. And listen, Jeff, before we get out of here, I love throwing the off script moments at you. And, and something we didn't touch a whole lot on is if in fact, Tyler Stevenson uh, cannot go, and it sounds like he's in a concussion protocol. Uh, let's just real quickly talk about what that means for the Reds at the catcher position. Now, uh, obviously that makes uh, Garcia the starting catcher on most days. And then what are we going to do for backup catcher? Are we, are we going to, we're going to play Kyle Farmer back there, Jeff? <laughs> now you're drinking um, Wow Th- That's
2: going to be tough uh, Because we're talking about Mark Colesbury
1: Who's on the travel taxi squad Um,
2: And I think they'd have to Make a 40-man roster move for this to happen But Chris O'Kee <laughs> um, Mr. Outside Hire Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Like, Mr. We'll Outside Hire.
1: Where is Ryan LaVarnway when you need
2: yes. him? <laughs> Ryan LaVarnway. Le- Paging Ryan LaVarnway. Please. I don't know. That, that's, ooh. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're talking about reconstructing a lineup without Tyler Stevenson, it's a little bit gloom and doom when you're talking about to run production. When you're talking about who on earth is going to be behind the plate every day, and I know. Armas Garcia got a double last night. Uh, he also had a play that was very strange, and and I think part of it was just nerves, and his mind was moving at you know a hundred miles an hour. But a pitch careened off his glove and just went straight down and stuck in the dirt right in front of him. But he thought it had careened off into like the dugout or something, so he went running after it. And that meant that Eric Hosmer, Eric Hosmer, who I think he's just a little bit faster than you and I, uh, got from first to second with ease because by the time he figured out that the ball was right where he pretty much left it, uh, Hosmer was already rolling into second base. So there are going to be a lot of cringeworthy moments with this catching tandem. Whoever it is, if it's Armas Garcia and Mark Colesvari, if it's Artemis Garcia and Mr. Outside Hire. They're not getting Tucker Barnhart to walk through that door. He's playing in Detroit. Would have been nice to have him, wouldn't it?
1: It would have been nice to have him. And listen, one thing's for sure. Never again in the history of Reds lineups should both catchers be in the lineup At the same time, Uh, that's how they lost the designated hitter tonight, because Garcia had to stay in the game. And that rule still reads if a designated hitter enters the field, you lose a designated hitter. Therefore, the pitchers had to hit tonight. So, you know, Reds pitchers and Shohei Otani. Those are the pitchers batting in 2022. Oh my my goodness, goodness. Jeff. Well, listen, I think that's probably a good spot to go ahead and wrap up this edition of Locked on Reds. Uh, Coming up on tomorrow's podcast, we're going to do a crossover edition with Javi Reyes from Locked on Padres, where we will dissect, oh boy, the last three games uh, that the Reds have played out in Southern California. Uh, Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make Locked on MLB your second listen. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully. Uh, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. Locked on MLB, just like Locked on Reds, is free and available on all terms. Jeffrey, Nick Crawl doesn't know what he's doing. The Reds don't have a designated hitter. They probably don't have a catcher either. But what can the people count on from us? They can count on us to be Locked on Reds every single day.